Hello, my name is Tia, and this is my journey on how I learned to bloom. Thank you for joining me. So today I want to talk about something really vulnerable. And I knew that at some point I'd do an episode on this. However, I wasn't expecting to do it for my very first episode. And that's because it's a really personal story and I was kind of hoping on easing into my content. But with all the recent events going down in the South, I thought, why not? I should just put it all out there right now. So I will give a trigger warning right now. There is going to be talk of sex and talk of abortion. Nine years ago, I had an abortion. And although it was traumatic for me, it isn't really a life-changing story in general. It's pretty cut and dry. It's pretty typical for abortion stories. But that's why I think it's super important to share because I think that there's probably a lot of people who have a similar story that I do. So here's my story. Here's my story on how I had an abortion and how it really was the best thing I could have done. My boyfriend at the time and I got pregnant the summer after we graduated high school. Now, you might be thinking, were you being irresponsible? Because that seems to be the question a lot of people ask when someone gets pregnant unexpectedly. But the fact is that I actually did have an IUD. We were definitely protected. But that IUD failed me. And this happens a lot of the time, and I feel like people don't really fully understand this. There isn't a single birth control out there that works 100% of the time. And there's a lot of times where birth control is used improperly due to lack of education, and therefore lessens the chances of it actually working. And so that's what happened with me. I was not educated properly, and my birth control failed. I actually remember the moment, like I, I remember that exact day, I remember the sex, I remember all of it. He knew that I had an IUD, and so there was one time while we were having sex, he didn't pull out. And I remember thinking, dude, what are you doing? And in fact, I think I probably even said that. And although I can't remember his exact response, it was something like, you have an IUD, like, what do you mean, what am I doing? Isn't it all good? And I remember thinking and probably saying like, oh, right, yeah, okay, it's probably fine then. That is the exact point of birth control. But I hadn't considered that prior to that moment because I had always used two forms of protection. And I actually didn't even get my IUD for a birth control method. I got it to help with my heavy period. And it did work for that. So my brain had dismissed the fact that it was a form of contraception. But after that moment, I thought about it so much. I, I remember thinking like, okay, I'm probably pregnant. And I was just so freaked out about it. Again, having such a basic understanding of fertility and conception and pregnancy and all of that, I, I really just didn't know. Well, fast forward about a month and I did not get my period. And I knew. I knew I was pregnant. I just had this feeling. Even though I had an IUD, I just knew it. I also remember the day that I had a positive pregnancy test. I, my friend came over, and this is a friend who still to this day is one of my very best friends. She came over, and I don't remember if I told her after she came over or if she came over because of this, but I took my pregnancy test, and at the time I was still living at home, but my mom actually wasn't home that day. So I took my pregnancy test and yeah, it was positive and I just showed it to her. And she was really great. She's a really great supportive friend and 
you know, made me feel like I could do it. I could have this baby and, you know, I would, I would get through it. It's not that big of a deal. And when I say it's not that big of a deal, I mean, like, there was no shame coming from her, you know? And in fact, I didn't even feel shame, really. I, yeah, I, I remember just sort of feeling like, okay, well, it is what it is. But I think the other thing going through my head was the fact that I had Googled pregnancy and IUDs. And a lot of the information that came up was related to ectopic pregnancy. And when an egg is fertilized and embedded in your fallopian tube, it is not a viable pregnancy. So I sort of just had it in my head, okay, if I am pregnant, then there's no way a baby can come out of this because it's not going to be a viable pregnancy. So I think that was mostly it. And maybe there was part of me that knew it was still possible, but again, I, I don't remember feeling any sort of panic. I had actually been having sex for quite some time. I lost my virginity quite young. And throughout the years of having sex as a teenager, a young teenager, I did have quite a few pregnancy scares because I didn't know what I was doing. And yeah. And so I think that when it actually happened, it was a lot less shocking for me than if it hadn't ever been a possible thought in my mind. And I do just want to clarify, I mean, obviously, there was a certain level of me that was freaking out. I mean, with anything new or unexpected, it is scary. It was sort of just this simultaneous calm and confusion and, I don't know, panic. It's funny because I remember so much about it. And then there's also so much that I have maybe blocked out. But either way, it was what it was. And yeah, I just, I think I, I think I felt like, okay, whatever it is, I can handle it. So I called my boyfriend and basically the way that I framed it to him was that it's probably an ectopic pregnancy and it's not going to be viable, but I do need to go to the emergency room. I need to go to the hospital because if it ruptures, it could be super dangerous. So Basically, yeah, you need to come get me right now, and we need to go to the hospital. And he was pretty calm. I think, you know, hearing from me that I was basically saying, yeah, I'm pregnant, but it's not going to be a baby at the end of this made him feel like, okay, well, there's no reason to freak out then. So we went to the hospital, and I actually don't remember a lot of the specific details. I don't remember waiting very long. I'm pretty sure they got us in right away. Ectopic pregnancies can be quite dangerous, so that's probably why. But I do remember the ultrasound. I remember it was a vaginal ultrasound because I would have been so early on that there's just no way they would have picked it up with a regular ultrasound. And I don't remember them talking to me. Like I, you know, the ultrasound technicians, they can't say anything. They report back to the doctor and then the doctor lets you know. But I, I remember feeling not scared or sad. I, I think I was even joking around if I'm not mistaken. And I'm in the hospital gown and I'm waiting in the little waiting area after the ultrasound and I'm sitting there with my boyfriend and I actually had a friend come and sit with me as well. And then the doctor walks in and I will never forget him saying that the egg was in my uterus. And he was so nonchalant about it. In fact, he didn't even make eye contact with me. He just said it as if that's something I should have known. And yeah, I guess I should have known. And so I asked him, it's in my uterus. 
And he said yes. And I just lost it. It was a lot more surreal than I had expected that moment would have been. So obviously my boyfriend was quite upset as well. We left the hospital. I remember saying to my friend, what am I going to do? You know, she, yeah, she didn't really have any advice. She was just there, which is really all I could have asked for. So yeah, we went our separate ways. My boyfriend and I got in the car and he completely broke down. He, he lost it. He lost his shit. He was so upset and it went from me freaking out to him freaking out. So I got my shit together and I was consoling him and reassuring him and doing everything I possibly could to make him feel safe. But the thing was that I didn't feel safe. So I don't know. I, again, that part is a little bit blurry. There's a, yeah, a lot that is crystal clear and a lot that is like just so fuzzy. I'm sure there's a lot of it I've blocked out, but it's also been nine years. So when I think back to that moment when we're sitting in the car outside of the hospital and even the days after that, I, I believe it would have been leading into a weekend because I remember staying at his house. I remember feeling very calm and as level-headed as I possibly could in that moment. It was definitely a lot harder for him. He was a lot more emotional about it after the fact than I was. And he did console me. I mean, he did the best that he could. It was a lot for him. And yeah, I, in a sense, I think it was almost easier for me emotionally at that very moment because like I said, it had already been something I've considered so many times that I think it was just easier for me to acknowledge and accept it than it was for him. It was just an absolute shock for him. But he did the best that he could. He was there for me. He was as present as he could possibly be while also going through his own emotions. There was a big conversation with his parents after that weekend. And I don't want to go into too many details out of the respect of privacy, but it was a lot. That conversation for me was, I think, the hardest thing out of that entire weekend, aside from finding out that I had an embryo growing inside of me. There was somewhere in that conversation that made us decide that we were actually going to move forward with a pregnancy. We had a bit of a plan that we had figured out. And I will say that that plan was not exactly what I had wanted, but I felt definitely <laughs> stuck. His mom was actually really supportive with the plan that we had come up with, though. And yeah, it was basically her that had given us the ideas and what to do and how to move forward. And I just thought, okay, you know what? Let's do it. But when I look back to that moment, I remember feeling like if I moved forward with that plan, I would be lonely. And the only way I know how to describe it was that when I would picture that life that we had just planned, it looked dreary and not filled with happiness at all. We had a doctor's appointment that would have been upcoming and I don't remember how many days in between that moment of the conversation with his parents to the doctor's appointment. But yeah, there were a few days where, you know, we were like, okay, we're having a baby. And yeah, I don't know. I, I, I felt a certain level of happiness for sure, but um, 
Yeah, if I'm being totally honest, I could feel that he definitely was not happy at all. So yeah, it was actually at our first doctor's appointment that I had found out that he was thinking about abortion and it totally blindsided me. And it's not like we had originally assumed that we would move forward with it. I mean, there was a lot of conversation about what are we going to do, which obviously meant that termination was an option at one point. It's just that I thought that we had made a decision and I thought that we were on the same page with that decision, but I guess we weren't. So that was a little bit hard for me when he had brought that up at the doctor's appointment. I remember asking him after the fact, like, okay, what the hell was that about? You totally shocked me when you asked about that. And one thing about him was that he was not a bullshitter. He always was a straight shooter and said exactly how he was feeling and what he was thinking. And so he told me, he's, he said, I'm not ready. And yeah, I just don't think this is the best decision for us. And I remember thinking like, okay, he's probably right, but that doesn't change the fact that I wish he went about this differently. Why didn't he say something to me? Why didn't he say, hey, you know what? I don't think that we should move forward with this. And I'm sure that was hard for him. So, you know, I don't, I don't hold that against him. So then that brought us back to, okay, what are we going to do? But at least I knew exactly where he stood. So it was just a matter of, okay, what do I want? And I don't remember feeling extreme one way or the other. Throughout this entire process, I had been going back and forth between freaking out and feeling calm and panicking and accepting it and worrying and going, okay, I can do this. It's fine. So I didn't really know how I felt at all, but I did know that he was not ready and if I thought about it in practice, I knew that I probably wasn't either. We were still planning on staying together. Our relationship wasn't going to be ending, at least not that we had planned. So, you know, it was not like, okay, do I just go off and do my own thing and do this by myself? I'd grown up with a single mom and it just, it wasn't something that I wanted because I saw how hard it was just from my perspective watching it happen. So I took a little bit of time. I mean, obviously it's a bit of a time sensitive thing, so it's not like I could take weeks to think about this, but I actually had a family vacation planned at the time. So I got to get away for a little bit and step away from the situation, which was actually really good timing. And my mom was actually really helpful during that time period. She discussed things with me and, yeah, did listen to how I felt and actually got me to think about it critically quite a bit. Prior to this happening, I had never thought, okay, am I pro-choice? What do I believe in? I, yeah, it just, I don't know. It wasn't a conversation that I had had with myself. I didn't grow up religious. I didn't grow up thinking that abortion was wrong. I grew up with a powerhouse of a mother who was just the prime example of what feminism is. So I never once thought that having an abortion was quote-unquote wrong. I was raised to believe in freedom of choice and that as a woman you can have the power over whatever you want for yourself. But I know that I had thought at some point, I don't know if I can ever have an abortion. I don't know if my heart can handle it. But now here I was trying to figure out, okay, what is going to be the best decision for me? 
And it was really a good reminder that life can throw some bullshit at you. Sometimes curveballs happen that aren't even your fault. I was 18 years old. I had graduated high school. I was in a relationship that I felt safe and comfortable in. And I was having consensual sex with protection. I had an IUD. I just never expected to be in this position. So that weekend away, I thought a lot. And it really was such a good time away for me. I didn't take my mind off of it for one second that entire weekend. I thought about it. And I, yeah, I mean, I was in a daze practically the entire time going back and forth between do I do it? Do I not do it? But then I remember the day that I made the phone call. My family went down to the pool and I had stayed in my room in the, it wasn't a hotel. It was like, a, I don't know, a cabin of some type. And yeah, I called. I called the abortion clinic and I made the appointment and it was actually after I hung up the phone that I felt such a relief it was quite literally like the weight of the world was lifted from my shoulders so I went down to the pool and joined my family and I remember telling my mom yeah I made the appointment I phoned and I did it and it feels right and she was really supportive I don't remember telling my boyfriend that I had made the appointment, but I mean, obviously I did at some point. I probably just texted him, honestly. <laughs> I don't remember calling him. I don't remember that conversation. I think at that point I felt a lot more in control and I just kind of was like, I don't even care what he has to say. And not in a way that I felt angry with him, just, okay, I've made this decision. It is what it is. And I'm doing this. I am having an abortion. So yeah, that felt really right. It was a week, maybe two until my appointment. I want to say it was like 10 days or something. And we were actually still on vacation. And yeah, we were visiting friends. And it was really interesting because I remember not wanting to do things a pregnant person shouldn't do. Even though I knew I was terminating the pregnancy, I didn't want to drink alcohol. I didn't want to eat sushi. I didn't want to do any of that sort of thing. And I don't know why, like it's, yeah, I, I had no reason. I think it was just a control thing. I think that I felt like the situation was out of my control. And so I just was doing everything I could to feel in control. Even though I realized that terminating the pregnancy is what was truly best for me, that doesn't mean that I didn't feel sad about it. It was still not something that I wanted to have to go through. I always imagined getting pregnant and it being such a joyous thing and having children. I always wanted to be a mom. I've always wanted to be a mom. It was something that I've thought about since I was young. Regardless of any feeling I had on any certain day, it was just a lot to process. The time in between making the appointment and the actual appointment is pretty fuzzy. I, I don't know. I don't think there was anything in particular that stood out other than just getting through the days and waiting for that moment to be over. And then the day came and it was interesting because I actually remember blasting music on the drive to the clinic. Um, in particular, I remember blasting the song Home by Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros in the car. And yeah, I was singing along and I felt happy. But I was also quite anxious and maybe I was 
covering the anxiety with the happiness. I don't know. It's I I haven't spent a lot of time analyzing my feelings from that day, but I do know and I can say confidently that I really knew it was the right decision. When we got to the clinic, it hit me a little bit harder and um yeah, I mean, I had no regret. There was no moment of like, okay, am I making the wrong decision? But it was just really like, okay, this is real. I am going to have an abortion. And the clinic had like really intense security. You had to go upstairs and show your face on the security camera and show your ID before you could even enter. So there was something about that that kind of made me feel weird. But once we entered, it was a very peaceful and calm environment and everyone working there was really kind and also calming. They actually get you to do counseling before the uh, procedure. And so that was really wonderful. You do individual counseling and then you have the option to welcome your partner into the room to do some counseling together if you so wish. So we did both. I had my time alone and, you know, I cried and I said, this is really hard, even though I know that this is the right decision. It's, you know, it doesn't take away from the fact that it's still hard. And something that's really great is that they actually offer you anti-anxiety medication, which was really helpful. And then came the procedure. This is another thing that I don't know all of the specific details about because I was obviously under some sort of sedation. But I do remember that my boyfriend was able to be in the room with me, which was amazing. And I remember them doing an ultrasound and asking me if I wanted to see, which I very much did not want to see. And I felt like that was kind of weird, but I mean, everybody goes through things differently. And I think it's pretty cool that they gave that option because maybe it was something that somebody else would have wanted to see. I was super out of it after the fact. When it came to my feelings surrounding the termination, I won't lie. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it was really emotionally difficult. Whenever you have a termination, you still go through the process of like a postpartum emotional state. And I think that's something that a lot of people don't realize. So emotionally, it was quite hard for a really long time. I would say that I definitely felt a certain level of depression. And I think that a lot of people who are pro-life use that as a reason for a person to not have an abortion. I have heard stories like, oh, so-and-so did it and they were devastated after the fact. But I think a lot of the time it actually is just a hormonal thing and people don't realize that you can have such a shift in your hormones literally the same way that you would experience after you give birth. I just think that that's something that's not talked about enough. The hormonal shift after an abortion is huge. And yeah, it can cause you to feel like, did I make a mistake? You know, should I have just had this baby? But the fact of the matter is that you made that decision for a reason. And whatever that reason may be, chances are that reason was still correct. I have now given birth three times and... I am a labor and birth and postpartum doula, and I can confidently say that having a child could cause a certain level of depression as well. 
we all know that there is postpartum depression after you give birth and so why can't we normalize that it is completely acceptable to feel sad and depressed after an abortion there is nothing wrong with feeling like you need to grieve even if it was the right decision and i wish that somebody had told me that i know some people that felt only immense relief and they were totally fine after the fact and that's great too but that's just not always how it goes. Sometimes it just feels like an absolute kick in the ass after the fact. And that's what it felt like for me. And I think it felt like that for me for a really long time, up until probably I conceived my daughter. If I could go back and look at that version of myself, I would give her a hug and tell her that she's making the right decision and that it's okay to feel sad about it. And I just really can't stress that enough because an abortion is just not black or white. I think whenever I tell someone that I had an abortion, I get asked a lot, did you regret it? How do you feel? And maybe not so much now that I'm married and I have a family and it's years later, but there was definitely a certain period of time where people wanted to know, was I truly at peace with that decision? And I can't sit here and tell you that I absolutely was because I was experiencing a hormonal imbalance in my brain that just, yeah, made me feel sad. But the other thing was that, you know, I was definitely predisposed to depression and had experienced it prior to my unplanned pregnancy and abortion. So I think it's safe to say that it is completely understandable why I would have experienced it afterwards as well. It has been nine years, and obviously I am not with that boyfriend anymore. Um, it did not last long after the fact. We went our separate ways, and, you know, over these last nine years, I have learned a lot, and I've had three children, and I have gotten married, and not for one second do I wish I could go back and change that abortion. Having an abortion sort of threw me into this chapter of extreme feminism, which was fucking amazing and still is in my opinion. I actually ended up studying women and gender studies in university. Um, it was only like a semester and a half. <laughs> I had my daughter and I was a single parent in the second semester, so I actually ended up dropping out. But Either way, I did study it, and yeah, it has really shaped who I am. My passion for feminism and the freedom of choice definitely has been sparked from that experience that I had. Obviously, going through anything traumatizing doesn't ever feel positive, and I think that even when you can see the silver lining, there's still certain things that make you think, ah, but... I wish I didn't go through that either way, but I did. And all I can do is see the silver lining and that's that, yeah, it gave me a lot of passion and a lot of drive for things that are a key component of who I am today. So when I hear people say that they're pro-life and that, you know, they just couldn't imagine doing this or how could you kill a baby or you're a murderer or it's wrong to have an abortion? All I could possibly think is that they really do not value a woman's life. And when I say that, I mean that in so many different aspects. My story was very 
basic and I think a very common story for why a person would have an abortion. My life was not in danger. It was not a result of sexual assault. It was not something that I was forced into, but it definitely would have changed my life for the worst. And I deserved to have the freedom over my body and make a decision that I felt like was going to be the best decision for me in my life. And I think it's absolutely absurd that anybody would think otherwise. It would have been selfish of me to bring a life into this world that was not fully wanted or a life that would have been given everything that it truly deserved. So I guess what I have to say to people that think abortion is wrong is that you can't possibly understand what that person is going through and I can assure you that it is not a decision that is taken lightly. Another thing that I hear often is people say, well, I just don't like that it's taken advantage of and used as a form of birth control. I don't know where you're hearing your facts from, but if you just look up the statistics, that rarely, if ever, happens. So this is just a reminder to mind your own fucking business and that regardless of who you are, you deserve freedom over your own body. There is a lot more to be said about this conversation, but for now I'm going to leave it at that. I hope if you're listening and you've been through this before that you feel validated and acknowledged because I know that that was not an easy decision. But at the end of the day, you did what was best for you and that is the right that you deserve. Thanks for listening, you guys, and thanks for being a part of my journey while I learned to bloom. Thank you.